on the counter, laying on my back with the sexiest lingerie that I had purchased for myself for my birthday. And laying on my back, he grabs me and he pulls my hips to him. The exact height needed just to make my birthday so special. And not only that, this was a long distance date that turned to be in the best sex. Happy birthday to me. It was the best one. Live from the Living Sexy Studio Suites, it's Living Sexy with Blackjack Electric and Chastity on LivingSexyRadio.com. So we actually met online. We talked for a long time. And it just seemed, you know, we just connected on so many levels, especially on the sex level. And I just remember it was right before my birthday, a couple of days before. And I had a lot of plans, lots of parties, events that I was going to be doing my whole week. And he came to visit, drove all the way from South Carolina just to be with me. And uh, I went shopping and got the most amazing lingerie. And uh, heels, of course, because I love to wear heels, always. And yeah, my countertop at the time where I lived, it wasn't one of those real high, high countertops, kind of like the, you know, waist area length countertops, you know, height. And uh, yeah, he was just at the right position to just take me all right there on the counter. So I kept thinking, happy birthday to me. It was the best present ever. He must have been tall. He was tall. Because you had heels on. No, no, I was laying on my back. Oh, okay. I was on the counter on my back. Oh, I thought you were leaning on the counter on your front. No, I was on my back. I got you. Yes. All I know is she was getting it good, Trey. <laughs> <laughs> See, um, I was imagining it from behind. Uh, no, so no. I, I, I had a whole other vision in my head. And that is a typical, a very much a position that G-Spot loves to do. But this one was a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Uh, just wanted to be on a counter and just slide me right down and boom. It happened. Well, I, I like counter sex. I mean, uh, I can think of uh, I can think of a nice counter sex story. I had met a girl in a restaurant in a hotel. We got kind of horny for each other, but we didn't really have time to book a room and all that. But we kind of wanted to do it, and we ended up in one of those men's rooms with the lock, so you, you like a single room. And it had one of these sinks that was about waist high, and I got her up on the sink, and I, uh, I did my razzmatazz, you know, hammered that son of a gun home, and <laughs> and then people started to knock on the door, like uh, I guess we were taking a little while. <laughs> then we had to walk out like all nonchalantly and stuff. Adjusting well, see, there's them. a couple of different kinds of bathroom and kitchen counter sex because the bathroom counter is usually a little lower. And so that counter sex uh, has to be done in a different manner than the kitchen counter sex, which are typically higher. But there's another counter that you guys probably don't think about as a counter, but I do because I was in a band for many years. And this is what we consider stage sex. 
where you're, the stage, uh, you know, uh, approaches the dance floor, right? And you stand on the dance floor, she's up on the stage, and that would be considered stage sex. And, and is it true, like what John Lennon said, that people really go into rock and roll because they, they want to get laid? Yeah, that's the only reason I got into music. I think the majority of people do. That's uh, yeah. any any form of music, and I think even for women too. I don't. I'm not uh, not so sure that that's not one of their things either, because they do meet some amazing, incredible people. And for yeah. the guys that don't play like Eddie Van Halen, we just go into radio because we also out to get laid, you know. So well, the thing that, that we used to call that in the uh, in, with the band is we had a code word for when we wanted to, you know, get with a girl. We'd say. I'm going back into the romper room. <laughs> and so that means that you're going to take a girl back, you know, where we, you know, what we would consider a green room in, in acting or show business. It's basically where the band members stage before they go out on and, and start to play. And usually every venue has what they call a, uh, a green room for the band. So we would call it the romper room. And when we gave the other band members the high sign that we were going to the romper room, uh, they knew not to come in there for a while until we were finished doing uh, the dirty deed. <laughs> well, you know, I remember when we just interviewed uh, Bob Gruen, the famous rock photographer, he talked about the romper room and he said that uh, Alice Cooper's would have all kinds of booze in it and uh, you know, all kinds of things would happen, and he'd hang out with those guys all night. And I'm sure he was getting some good, um, good uh, action. I remember hanging out one night with the Guess Who, and I don't know if you remember that band, but of course I remember those guys. Seventies, yeah, the, all the young dudes. Those guys were incredible, and uh, talk about guys that know how to party. American Woman, American Woman, and all those songs. Oh my God, uh, they. Uh, they slayed the women like no other band I had ever seen. Incredible. Well, like, uh, like, what would you like? What do you mean by that? Like, how for would they some end? women? So for some reason, the women absolutely loved that band. I mean, uh, I mean, even women that you'd never think would want to go back and, and bang a band member. Uh, for some reason, whether it was the lead singer's voice or whether it was a way that. You know, the guitar player, you know, and this lead singer, they would they would play guitar solos together and they'd lean their backs up against one another. And then they'd go down low on the stage and then come back up again, leaning in their backs up against each other while they were playing the guitar solos. There was something very sexual about the way they did their performances. And the women were absolutely floored at those concerts. And I, I and I, I remember them in the late 80s when they were touring early 90s and. My God, those guys were getting some nice stuff. <laughs> you guys are funny. You know, I like nice stuff, Trick. And uh, I like, of course, Living Sexy Radio at livingsexyradio.com. Also now on GabNet uh, at 1 a.m. Eastern Time. So you can check us out, a replay of this show at GabNet, uh, GabNet.net. So uh, that's a new thing we wanted to announce for you. I'm pretty excited about that. How about you? Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. We're on GabNet five nights a week now. We're at 1 o'clock Eastern time on Tuesday through Friday and at our regular time live at 10 p.m. Eastern time on Monday. But uh, great show tonight. We have a killer uh, lineup. Mark Weingarten is going to be in. Of course, we've got the Hey Weingarten segment featuring Brad Garrett. You probably remember him from uh, 
the Raymond uh, comedy uh, TV show. Well, he'll be on and, and uh, doing some of his comedy bits, and uh, Mark will talk about him a little bit. Also, we'll have uh, Gooey Gossip coming up. And I understand Dakota Johnson's been on her back a lot lately. Yeah, it sounds like me. Just kidding. Uh, yes, for a few hours, actually. <laughs> Seven hours. Well, wow. you know, we know how sexy you are, so that doesn't, you know, that doesn't surprise us because you're a woman you who, know what? I who think, is passionate. I think I'm going to get one of those Fitbits that only are just for sex. Have you heard of those Fitbit? Fit, well, a Fitbit, Fitbit yeah. is a Fitbit is a thing you wear on your wrist. Yeah, right? no, yeah, it is. But I want one and just if, for sex. Where would you wear this uh, particular Fitbit then, if it oh, were for sex? I, I would say on your arm, same place, right? Wouldn't it determine oh. how many strokes, how many hits, how many? I think you'd have to wear it on your thigh so it could get register the the thrusts into mm. your uh, your area. There's a thought. See, and I was thinking maybe wearing it around your nipples. That uh, that's a great idea too. How do you hold it up there on your nipples? No, I would just have a tiny Fitbit and you just tighten it up on the nipple. Really? Then that way you couldn't you couldn't say like, oh, I'm having sex or not having sex. You would know exactly what you're doing. Be right, because they'd be bouncing up and down and doing all the things. That's right. <laughs> but yeah, a lot of other good stuff about uh, gooey gossip. So join in and listen up, and we'll have some gooey time. Cage right, the Elephant. Dis- oh, I was going to say Cage the Elephant is our uh, sexy artist of the week and uh, got a new song from them. Uh, well, it's not a new song, but it's my favorite song from them. And I was going to say long-distance relationships tonight. We're going to focus on some more stuff about how to make these things work. And this time, we're going to look at it from the female perspective because it's a lot harder because women are more emotional and more attached creatures. They're, they're you know, more, uh, you know, separation anxiety, more loneliness typically. So how do females deal with long-distance love and how do they get what they need emotionally being so far away from the person that they love? We've got some really interesting statistics. We've got an interesting study that was put out on this and we hope we can provide you with some really great insight into how to make it easier uh, if you're in one of these types of relationships or you're looking to get into one tonight. I think uh, I think you're right. I think women seem to get a, hit that st- stuff a little bit hard. I well, think sure. men, I think men are more a little more pragmatic. We just try to put our minds somewhere else, like to work or to what we're doing. You know, that's what I did on the cruise. I well, a little sometime for for sex, but I mean, you know, for the most part, it was about the work and the uh, you know the, the stuff we were doing to kind of keep my mind off the fact that uh you know I was missing my uh, Mrs. Blackjack. And we're going to do something really fun later on in the show tonight. You're not going to want to miss this because we are going to go through the best long-distance romance movies. And we have a huge list of these. We're going to play a little bit of of some of the movies. It's really an interesting list. You're going to be amazed at some of the stars. And then we're going to relate that to famous women who've been in long-distance love affairs. And you'll be amazed at some of these relationships. One of them I was really surprised of is uh, a particular extremely famous soccer player and his wife. And we'll tell you all about their long-distance relationship, which could have been what has caused what we believe is a sex scandal. So all this on the way here uh, on the show tonight. Oh, my God. A sex scandal? Oh, yes. Tell me more. And it doesn't involve any Republican congressman. Thank goodness. <laughs> They're clear. Or or page boys. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally tonight, before we uh, uh, end the show, we have to talk about a sex in public story that is freaking awesome. This sounds good to me, brother man. Yeah, where are we going for sex in my city tonight, G-Spot? We are heading to Berlin. My God. 
goodness, these people are full of sex. Right. Oh, well, my. they had a wall that separated them, you know, and uh, when they took it down, all hell broke loose. That's right. I'm telling you. Yeah, uh, we saw Berlin, didn't we, uh, Trick, a couple years ago? Yeah, the band Berlin, yes. Uh, they played sex. <laughs> and they played a song called Sex. I bet they did. Mark Weingarten is up next, Trick. Uh, love Mark Weingarten. Uh, he's, uh, it's nice to have a, a, a psychologist and a comedian on staff on uh, Living Sexy Radio because sometimes we need one, sometimes we need the other, sometimes we need both, right? <laughs> well, in this case, I think we definitely need a comedian. Uh, it has been a wild week. There's been a lot of uh, you know stuff with the death of Prince and uh, with the, all of the things that we've been going through uh, in this world. It'd be nice to have a little levity tonight, and Mark Weingarten is certainly going to bring it. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, what this show's all about, I think. And uh, we thank our friends at 1490 WWPR in Sarasota, Tampa Bay. We also want to uh, thank our friends at Premier Couples Superstore, premiercouples.net. They take you where you want to be. And uh, I also want to thank uh, you, Trick, because you're doing this show from like 3,000 miles away, and you sound great, man. Yeah, I'm uh, here uh, in Washington State uh, enjoying the beautiful weather today. It was about uh, 75 degrees, beautiful sunny skies, and uh, just uh, really uh, enjoying it here. It is a nice place this time of year for sure in the L.C. Valley. Uh, and we also want to mention that the Black and White Weekend is coming up uh, May 6th through the 8th at the Rosen Plaza Hotel in Orlando, Florida. Uh, this is a formal event on Friday night, May 6th. Uh, starts at 8.30, and it goes until 2 a.m. You have to wear black and white. That's the fun thing about it. You can wear just white, just black, or both black and white, but never, ever are you to wear any other colors. Isn't that right, G-Spot? Yes. Do not accent with any reds, greens, purples, pinks, blues. It will not work. What about orange? Do not. Brown? No. How about mauve? Who? What's mauve? It's like that, light purple. Isn't you know, that called mauve? A little mauve? bit of blue, yeah, mauve. Like, no mauve. It's mauve? Yeah. All this time I thought it was mauve. Well, I don't know. Could, Wasn't yeah. mauve on the Jeffersons? I think, no, she was in the Golden Girls. That was it. Oh, yeah. it, well, maybe I'm thinking of Madge. Isn't she the one that had the thing where you stuck your fingers in the uh, in the in the washing liquid? No, Madge was the girl <laughs> that they called Madonna that in England. They call her Madge. Oh, see, I'm mixing this all up. And yeah. all we were talking about was color. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm, all I want to talk about is mixing sex. If you're going to mix something up, mixingsexy.com. And if you sign up to mixingsexy.com, not only right now, just because you're listening to Living Sexy Radio, going to get three free months of full 100% access. Now, it's free all the time, but you get some VIP additions. We're also going to give you the opportunity to win the trip. Of this year, you're going to say that was the trip of this year. Now, I'm not talking about trip of a lifetime. It's three days and two nights, but it could be in New York. It could be in Las Vegas, Hilton Head, South Carolina, Orlando, Florida. And we're going to pick our winner tonight. We're doing it every night. It's the trip a day giveaway right here on Living Sexy Radio and LivingSexyRadio.com. I am looking forward to laughing like you are. This is Blackjack along with Trick in Washington. G-Spot's here. Chase is getting ready for the big time. You're listening to Living Sexy, starring Blackjack, Electric, and Chastity. Talk to me. Broadcasting live across the globe at 10 Eastern. 
turn your sexy on. This is Jack. I want to tell you about a brand new site. It's absolutely free. All you have to do is spend 30 seconds and sign up. It's MixingSexy.com. It is social. It is dating. It is all of the above. If you go to MixingSexy.com right now and sign up, you'll qualify for a three-day, two-night trip to New York, Orlando, Las Vegas, Hilton Head, or Pigeon Forge. And all you need to do is sign up at MixingSexy.com right now. We give away one trip every single day. Today could be your lucky day at MixingSexy.com. Taking your life to a very sexy place. It's Living Sexy, broadcasting live with your hosts, Jack, Trick, and Chase. Turn your sexy on. Talk to me, I want to tell you, it sometimes... It gets a little hard being the sexiest man in radio. Self-proclaimed, of course. Trick, how the hell are you, man? Hey, I'm doing all right, brother. Just uh, enjoying the day. Uh, it's been uh, quite a long-distance love today. I, I've been uh, going back and forth with uh, hot chocolate on uh, my uh, cell phone and uh, text messages. And I'm just starting to feel, uh, you know, the disconnect a little bit. And I have to just, uh, you know, reach out there all the time and reconnect. Uh, it's important, I think, you do that all the time when you're away from the person you love, you know? This is, oh, this is important, man. This is really important. And another thing that's important, we got Mark Weingarten on. Uh, Hey, Weingarten. What was that, brother? I said, now I have to be the sexiest one in the room. Oh, yes, of course. Right, G? Yes, I don't absolutely. Know. You got to fix that angle, though, because I can see up your nose on your Skype feed. Maybe we could. Oh, let know, me go that. check it that's, out. That's a little better. That's a little better. Well, anyway, man, uh, this is a feature we like to do every Tuesday, and uh, I wanted first. I wanted to get your take on this whole long distance relationship thing. Well, I mean, I'm probably the wrong guy to ask about that. When I was married, I was in a long distance relationship, and we were living in the same house. <laughs> well, we've been kind of far apart. We were. We've been kind of living one too, haven't we? A fantasy one. Uh, sure. You know, I mean, uh, you know what? Long distance relationships are almost impossible to make work. Don't you think? I think you were saying that trick that they're just really hard to, uh, they're hard to make work. Yeah, they are. It's a, it's a, it's a challenge. Uh, I've tried to make them work uh, in a number of, of situations and every time it's been a failure. Just haven't done it with me yet, Mark. Well, I'm ready. <laughs> okay. As long as you have Skype and a camera, we're good to go. Actually, you know, when when two people are ready, it's amazing how they find reasons to shorten the distance, don't they? Ah, uh, sometimes. You know, like uh, Orlando's not that far from Miami. No, it's not. How's that blonde, by the way, <laughs> that you're uh, that you're having that uh, fun with? Right? Are you still dating her? I, I'm not dating anybody right now. Oh. I'm saving my. I'm saving myself for G over there. There we go. That's what I wanted to no, hear. You know, I like yes. your style, Wine Garden. Yeah, yeah. What? And tell me what my style is. Would your you? style is, <laughs> you are a flattering mofo, is what you are. Hey, at my age, after two divorces, you learn a little bit. You know, if you don't learn, 
what good is it? All those experiences and all that failure. What good is it? Well, tell me about uh, tell me about uh, our featured comic tonight. It's uh, Brad Garrett. Yeah, Brad. You know, there's so much to tell about Brad. Of course, everybody knows him uh, as the tall guy. You know, the brother on Everybody Loves Raymond. He's a huge star. But a lot of things about Brad. First of all, Brad started out as a comic. And you, you know all those uh, shows like American Idol and uh, America's Got Talent and all those shows. Well, it was the original show Ed McMahon hosted. It was called Star Search. And what people don't remember is that Brad Garrett was actually the original $100,000 Star Search winner uh, on that show. He, he was? He was the yeah, first he, one? He was the very first one. In fact, the runner-up on that show was Sinbad. But Brad was the, uh, was the original winner. Now, that was 1983. Now, remember, I owned the Ice House from 1978 to 1982. I'm guessing it was around 1980. Me and my um, girlfriend at the time, who would become my first ex-wife, we walked into uh, TGI Fridays to have dinner. And this real tall guy, young guy, must have been about 19 years old, was really funny. Turns out he's my waiter. My waiter was Brad Garrett. Get out of here. No, I'm serious. He's my waiter at TGI Friday. So we start talking. He was hysterical. And he finds out that he, you know, that I was the owner of the Ice House. And he was telling me how, you know, he was going, you know, he was at school at UCLA. and and, And his goal was to become a comedian and how much he wanted to play the Ice House. So my, my wife or my girlfriend and I, we order a pizza. He brings me the pizza, and apparently back in the kitchen, somebody had broken a glass into the pizza. I take one bite of the pizza, and now my entire mouth is filled, with, is filled with blood. Brad comes to the table, and he sees me, like, bleeding profusely. And I tell you, it was one of the funniest things I ever saw in my life. He started going in. My career is over before it starts. I can't believe it. You know, <laughs> this guy's going to sue me. He's going to sue TGI Fridays. I'm never going to be able to work the ice house. Well, well, he was so funny that I said, "Look, Brad, you know, any whenever you're ready, just come out to the ice house." And do you know that the ice house became his home to this day? That's the club that he still works out in. And I ran into him. Ah, oh, gosh, I can't remember exactly. Maybe about 10, 15 years ago when I was in California. And not at a Starbucks, at one of those other uh, coffee places. And he reminded me of that story. And he started and he he said, Mark, whenever anybody asks me how I started in this business, I tell him that story about (laughs) when I was a waiter at TGI Friday. So you gave him really a start by hooking him up. I actually did. You know, a lot of people a lot of people will say that they did or that they didn't. But, you know, I I, I, I mean, I really did. (laughs) I mean, it was I mean, it was it was an inadvertent thing. I mean, uh. And, and and basically it cost me because I could have, if not for him and how funny he was, I would have sued the hell out of TGI Fridays. <laughs> All right, well, let's hear a little of early Brad Garrett. This was on uh, Dick Clark's nighttime show. I don't even remember when he had a nighttime show, but here you go. This is, this is perfect, Dick. Thank you. That's perfect. We're going to get this up a little higher here. You feeling good? Yeah. Doing good. Pleasure to be here. As you can see, I guess we should talk about size. I am a little bit taller than your average dental plaza. I'm uh, six feet, nine inches tall. I never played sports in my life. And that's a lot of pressure on a white guy. 
Because when you're 6'9 and you're not athletic and you live in America, people get upset. You know, I mean, black people walk up to you on the street, you don't even know them, they get in your face and they go, Hey, man, if I had your thighs, I could have been somebody. But, uh, never was very athletic, tried to be. And um, it's weird when you're tall. Can, you know, I just walked into a spider web backstage earlier, which, which is, is, I guess when you're 6'9, it's like, Your head goes where no man has been before. You know, Mark, you ever walk into a spider web when you're with a friend and they have like no idea what happened to you? You know? And you're just walking and you're going, yeah, that was a pretty good movie, man. And the person you're with is like, somebody holds him down. The most athletic thing I ever did in my life, actually, is uh, I was a waiter. And, uh, yeah, yeah, that's the best I can do athletically. Didn't make a lot of money in tips as a waiter, because when you're 6'9", you're not a good waiter, you know? I mean, when you take your family out to dinner, you don't want to be waited on by Lurch. I mean, you know, you know I walk up to the table, more coffee? Be, no, 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 that's okay, just a check, just a check. Honey, give me your lighter, give me your lighter. Stay away from the children, throw us the sherbet. You know, you know. <laughs> then I worked at a delicatessen. I waited on Jewish women for lunch. I've never done this, it's a lot like parole, you know, because Jewish women have a certain tone in their voice when they're hungry, that certain tone that makes every dog in America like, you know. You know, you've heard it. Young man, young man, young man. I mean, even Flipper is going, what the hell was that? You know? <laughs> young man, young man. Yes. Can I get a glass of white wine, please? Sure. <laughs> and you get her the glass of white wine, and you bring it back, and they always say the same, excuse me, young man, can I change this to a glass of red wine? I always say, I don't know, give it a try. Good luck to you. Probably a lot of money. So... He actually talked about when he was a waiter. Yeah, I know. How interesting is that? I didn't realize that the clip would match your story. Neither did I. That's pretty good, man. What do you think of that trick? Yeah, that's pretty cool. I enjoy, yeah, and that was the funniest know, part of the whole uh, bit. It, it just brings me back. I mean, you, you know, you don't you, you, these guys they evolve to the point where, you know, they 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 evolve beyond their stand up, but the bottom line is no matter how much success they may have as an actor or as a, as a as a talk show host when you talk to any of these guys their foundation their comics they love doing the road jay leno you know that with all the money that jay leno made from uh, all of his years of hosting the tonight show do you know that he never spent one dime of that money that uh, all of the money that he that he spent on on his cars and on his houses and and on living was was from his stand-up, and 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 he said that he said and basically his hundreds of millions of dollars that he got from the Tonight Show just went directly into the bank, because uh, you know he in his mind he just uh, he was a stand-up and he and 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 the way he made a living was as a stand-up. Oh, so he wanted to have the fruits of his labor be from his stand-up and not exactly from the, not from the show. Exactly. It's interesting because his stand-up was always better. I never really cared much for Jay Leno, the, the t Tonight Show host. I liked Jay Leno, the comic, when he first started. I Because I thought he was very good and very edgy. Yep. And he, he lost a lot of that. He went kind of white bread, for, you know, for obviously, because Tonight Show was a little, little straighter. But um, he, he didn't take it as far as, like, Letterman did. Letterman was pretty fearless when he created his own version of the, of, and now all the new guys, Jimmy and Jimmy and all those guys do Letterman. They don't do Leno or, or Carson. You know well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Letterman, I, you know, I was, Letterman w rarely did stand up. Once he, you know, he always wanted to do, you know, to have his own show. And, uh, he's, he may be the, uh, 
the 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 one example, the one guy who wasn't who wasn't like uh, the other ninety nine percent. He hated doing stand up. He only had about ten or fifteen minutes of material, and you know, in those early days. You know, I was so fortunate to he was actually my favorite comedian, but he he, uh, he you know, in, in some of those clubs, you had to do two shows. There was a club called The Laugh Stop in Newport Beach and the guy who owned it, his father, his uh, yeah, his father was like it was a pit boss in Vegas. So he had that same mentality where you had to do if you were going to open a club, you had to do two shows a night, seven nights a week, regardless of whether there was only three people on a Monday for the first show and two people on Monday for the second show. So Letterman had to do, you know, two shows a night and he didn't have material because what, ha- what would happen is uh, they would, they would allow, they would invite the people in the first show to stay over and watch the second show so that they can have an audience. And you had to have, if you, if you had, a, if you were doing 20 minutes, of, of material, you had to have 40 minutes of material. Letterman didn't. So he would ad lib the, the second show. He would just ad lib. It, it was, it, he, he just started talking to the audience and he was brilliant at it. But I think that he was very uncomfortable being a stand up. And all of those years from the, you know, from the moment he got his talk show till the, till the day that he, uh, uh, you know, decided to call it an, to call it a night, he, I, I, you know, I bet you that he only did a handful of stand-up shows, and I ha- and remind me next week to tell you the Letterman story about when him and Johnny Witherspoon and Jeff Altman walked into a club in uh, Scottsdale, Arizona. One of the greatest moments I ever saw. Uh, Letterman actually went up on stage. I was performing that week at, at a club called Seekers, a club owned by the mob, by the way, uh, and uh, Letterman came down. And he did a, uh, you know, Jeff Altman convinced him to to get up on stage, and he only came up on stage and did two jokes. But just the fact that he went up on stage was was pretty amazing. Pretty damn cool. Thank you, Mark Weingarten. We'll talk to you next Tuesday. All right, you guys. Have a good night. Night. See you, man. Thanks, Mark. Mark's got a great book out, too, Cape Comedy. You've got to check it out. It's available at Amazon.com. It is all about the things that you don't know about the comedy biz, uh, and it's written from a perspective uh, of a guy in the biz. Uh, Really an interesting book. It's a great read. It's, uh, once again, Cape Comedy, available at Amazon.com. That's right. Cape Comedy gets the inside story of a lot of comics. The names are different, but the stories are all real. This is Living Sexy Radio. Follow us on Twitter at Living Sexy Radio. Also, make sure you join MixingSexy.com. Do it now. And use the code LivingSexy, all one word, to get three months free. And you get entered automatically into our trip-a-day giveaway drawing. This is Living Sexy Radio. What do we got coming up, Trick? Uh, We are going to delve into the world of the celebrity craziness everything from sex to god knows what else is going on and g-spot has everything you need to know Come over here. taking your life to a very sexy place it's living sexy broadcasting live with your hosts jack trick and chase turn your sexy on J.P. Morgan is now holding a record 55 million ounces of silver. 
Goldman Sachs and HSBC recently purchased 7.1 tons of physical gold. What do these fat cat bankers and mega money managers know that you don't? They're expecting another financial crisis, and over time, gold and silver win. Silver is trading below its production costs and is predicted to double by 2020. At Capital Gold Group, we offer gold and silver for direct delivery. Plus, our specialty is IRA rollovers for the ultimate in IRA security. Be one of the first 20 callers today to receive our free gold and silver buying guide. Capital Gold Group is A-plus rated with a Better Business Bureau. So call now and see what investing in gold and silver can do for you. Call now. 800-296-1334. 800-296-1334. That's 800-296-1334. Taking your life to a very sexy place. It's Living Sexy Live on TuneIn, Apple TV, and LivingSexyRadio.com. Living any other way is just plain boring. So let me ask you, what's the sexiest thing about where you are right now, Trick? Uh, It has to be the river. There is a beautiful river that's uh, at the uh, base of these uh, mountain ranges that flows all the way through the valley. And where I get to wake up in the morning and go to sleep at night, uh, it has an incredible view uh, at a real at a snake in the river where it kind of curves almost uh, uh, 90 degrees. And when the sun rises over that river and sets, uh, it's just an incredible scene. Uh, out there. So uh, uh, it's it's a beautiful place. It is. Uh, it, it's uh, it's an opportunity for me to be here and, and spend some time enjoying uh, what uh, God has put on this earth to enjoy, you know. Do you think uh, often about uh, making sweet love in front of that, wi- uh, that river, that wiver too? <laughs> with, uh, wiver, wiver, what? With, uh, with, with Bugs Bunny and uh, Elma Fudd and uh, Hot Chocolate? <laughs> Well, I actually have a picture uh, of hot chocolate standing in the window uh, with the river uh, in the background uh, at uh, sunrise uh, that is absolutely gorgeous. That's a great uh, idea for a long-distance relationship if you have to experience that. I look at the picture all the time. You know, you have to have pictures with you uh, when you're doing long-distance relationships because you always need to remind yourself of what your eyes are missing because, obviously, you can't always be on FaceTime. You can't always be sending uh, Snapchats to each other. Uh, So the pictures are really an important thing to have in your pockets. Gooey gossip time. Thank you, G-Spot, for being here with the uh, juiciest, gooeyest, drippiest gossip uh, around Hollywood. And uh, what's happening? The best. And make sure you always smell really good. That's very, I do. That's I, very important. I look good, I feel good, and I smell good. You, you know who said that? Godfather of Soul. That's awesome. Well, we have a, a little bit of follow-up that's been going on, this drama between Kelly Ripa and... Uh, Strahan. Did I get it, Trick? Yeah, you what, did. What's that, what's that all about? What's that all about? Well, you what's know, you were, you were on the ship, ship far, far away, so I know that you're not totally into uh, exactly what happened. Long story short, uh, it was announced uh, about an hour prior to the show that uh, her co-host uh, would not 
be with her any longer. And of course, she was very upset, felt very betrayed and did not show up for work. In fact, has not shown up for work for a couple of days. However, she did have a scheduled family vacation. So it wasn't like she just, you know, snubbed her nose and said, I'm, I'm over it. However, so there are some changes that have happened. And today it was amount, announced that um, he will not be going to Good Morning America in September. They are going to fast track it to May 13th. So his official last show <laughs> will be May 13th. He couldn't wait to get away from her, huh? Uh, yeah. And the agreement is, is that also she has requested an apology from all of the head honchos of ABC because she felt very dissed and not uh, told properly what was happening or going on. So not only uh, is she getting her wish, the fact that he will be leaving May 13th instead of September, she will also get an official apology from the ABC executives. Well, you know, you don't do that. You don't blindside somebody like that. Well, you know, who knows? Do do we always really know the real story with some of this craziness out there in the world? Obviously, she got blindsided. Well, I mean, you know, there's one thing, like I was saying, I I believe last night, I I don't know, my days run in together, but I was saying, you know, know, she's like one of these girls that just has a really good heart. I know some people might say that's not the case, but I've seen her have a really good heart. And I think if, if, if it's true that these two didn't get along, that's okay. They were very professional. You wouldn't have known it by watching them they seem to get along really well and uh you know but just give her a heads up well I think, they're professionals yeah that's that's you know. the way it goes however now there are a couple of people being considered for the hot seat would we like to try and guess who that might be uh one would be um, electric you know i would think one of us on that panel would be pretty pretty awesome but it's not it is possibly Anderson Cooper. If we don't know who that is, he is a very huge presence on a political show. I don't really see Anderson kind of fitting in those shoes. And Andy Cohen. Now, Andy, I could see with her because, you know, he's that little gay guy that always does the Bravo shows. And, you know, he's he's a cool cat. I like Andy. He's, he's just got a lot of a pizzazz to him. He's got a little bit of sarcasm when he's having kind of a queen day, as he calls it. And, uh, you know, I, I think that might be a good choice. What's going to happen to Bravo, though? This guy has how many shows on Bravo? So more to come, hopefully, from that in the near future. The next thing we're going to talk about, last night I brought something to the table with Miss Beyonce, and she has, over the weekend... Released her video. You rolled your eye when you say her name. Well, I just don't really care for her that much. I'm sorry. What is it I you tried. don't like about Because she's sexy and she, you know, she's I, cool. See, I don't even and... think she's sexy. No? This is the crazy part. I really you don't. think don't... she's sexy? No, I don't. I thought she was sexy. You know when I first thought she was really sexy? Before... You know, she did that girl group. What were they called? En Vogue or what was it? Yeah, no. it was En Vogue, right? Was it En Vogue? I don't know. What What was her name of her girl group, uh, Trick? Beyonce and the Beyoncets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, Trick. They, that's awesome. And uh, I, I liked her on uh, when she did uh, the Mike Myers movie with the uh, gold member, you know, with the... Uh, right. You know, what was his name, that guy? I don't know. You're making us try to think of too many Damn things. It. Anyway, she was hot in that. She had a like. I'm, gold I'm, not, afro I'm not saying Beyonce's not hot. I'm not saying that. I just I, I don't know if it's her voice. I'm not really sure what it is for me. She just doesn't do anything for me. That's it. However, she now has a riff going on with our Izzy, our Iggy. 
not Izzy, Iggy, Azalea. They have something going on. Now, I don't even know what Becky means, but apparently on this Twitter, um, Miss Iggy uh, accuses, because of the lyrics of this song, it tends to be racist. So she used this term on Twitter, the word racist. Now, who's racist? Beyonce's song has some lyrics that she considers to be racist. But Beyonce's uh, African-American. Can't really be racist, uh, you know. Who knows? Again, and 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 it's and well, it's, you can certainly it's Iggy, be racist, but it's Iggy Azalea. But Iggy Azalea, no, but be any race you you want. No, but Iggy Azalea, who is white, is calling an uh, African American lady racist. To me, that seems a little weird. Well, little well, why? I mean, you can you can call it out any way you want. Well, you know, racism, as we learned back in the day, needs to have the force of the state behind it, really, to be truly be racist. <laughs> Otherwise, it would be bigotry. So she should have really called her a bigot. I, I just, I just think, and, you know and, what I mean. And, and they're trying to find out now what the Turk has Beyonce shot back at saying using the name Becky, which now they're saying is somewhat of a you white know what person's I want to see? name. But you know what I want to see? Enough of this. Enough. I want to see. I want to see Iggy. <laughs> And Beyonce do a porn video together. Who's well, with me? Who knows? It might happen. Um, I, I, I'd just settle for a wrestling video. That'd be fine. I think wrestling Ooh. would be great. Oh, and why, why can't we? Why can't we buy into and make it a living, sexy wrestling match? And we can have Beyonce in one corner. We could have Iggy in the other corner. <laughs> you could ring the bell, and G Spock could. Shake her ass and, and hold the sign. No, I'll pass. I but I'll, I'll watch. I'll watch. I love to watch. And the uh, the last thing we're going to kind of discuss is, um, as we all know, um, Dakota Johnson. It, and Dakota Johnson is she's uh, the girl from the Fifty Shades. That's uh, right. That's Don Johnson's, John Johnson's daughter. Right, along yes. with uh, what's her face, his wife, you know, or ex. No, the, the one that's married to the Spanish guy. Yeah, her. Darn it. Anyway, we always have these webs we go into. Nonetheless, they are filming the new. Fifty Shades. And Miss Dakota Johnson has had enough. Of what? Of what? Making money? Being uh, famous? What? Well, she says that I'm filming the next two installments of the Fifty Shades movies back to back. Melanie Griffith, that was her name. Yes, it was. I'm doing a sex scene today. It's not comfortable. It's pretty tedious. We're not actually having sex. But I've been simulating sex for seven hours straight right now, and I'm over it. <laughs> Can you imagine? And then it's and then uh, they're saying, "Wow, that sounds like hell." Uh, you got to have simulating sex with the you know the total hunk, Jamie Dornan. But it's just funny how she's like over it. She's uh, you know not. Well, I don't know. You know, I I like to have sex, and simulated sex is not something I. I mean, oh, I could probably. If you're gonna do the sex thing, don't simulate it. Just do the darn thing. Well, right? that's probably why it's taking seven hours because I'm sure you've got to make it so real that you're really having sex, right? Well, why don't they just have sex? What's the big problem? Well, that's what I'm thinking. Oh, on some movies they do, but then uh, they they usually on uh, on some of the more artistic or well-made. But movies, I got to tell do. you, filming. Yeah. Two installments back to back. That that probably could be a little stressful. Like Mr. and Mrs. Smith, I guarantee you that oh, Angelina yeah, and Brad were doing it full on every sex scene. And then right after that, he he left his wife. He, he went with Angelina. Hey, I just say you know just just have a little cocktails, relax, and just go for it because you know that's what they're doing. 
But anyway, that's gooey gossip for today. What about Amy, though? Oh, you wanted to hear about Amy. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know I had time. Yeah, there's time. Oh, Amy, our favorite, favorite Amy. Well, Amy who? Amy Schumer. Schumer. Okay. She has appeared on the new front cover of Vanity Fair. I like that she likes to always talk about her vagina. I think that's cool. <laughs> well, I don't know how much in Vanity Fair she got away with that. But uh, nonetheless, you Is she hot on the cover? She looks amazing. She's all in red. All in red. And literally within the, you know, inside the magazine, they've given some other pictures of her where she is literally (laughs) stripped down. She's riding on a bomb. Yeah, exactly. I love that one. She's squatting a bomb. Yeah. Like an old style bomb. And it says bombshell blonde. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she, you know, her sense of humor. But do you know one thing she admitted in this article is that she is she wished she never would have written Trainwreck. Now I don't know what her reasonings are, but she wished that she would have never done it. That was a good movie. I liked it. I, I liked, liked the movie too. Yeah, but she for some reason that's one of her regrets. They'd asked her what regrets did you ever have, and she she said, said she said doing Trainwreck. Why yes. did it not do well in the movie theater? I, I don't know if it was that or if it just wasn't you know her thing or what she expected. But she mm. just that was her answer. Is Wish I wouldn't have done train wreck. So I thought it was great. I liked it. I thought it was kind of funny. <laughs> she was a trip in that movie. <laughs> I want to put this picture on the site, trick her. Yeah. The, oh no, it's great. Where she's the, on the on the, uh, the missile. She's yeah. on the missile. Yeah. Funny, but uh, it is. It's a great. Yeah, I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll stick that picture up right now at uh, the Living Sexy page on MixingSexy.com. If you don't have an account yet, you can sign up for one in less than 30 seconds, uh, and uh, you'll find it right there. Just uh, go to the Living Sexy page on MixingSexy.com. We'll stick that cool picture up for you. We love you, Amy. This is Living Sexy Radio. Follow us on Twitter at Living Sexy Radio. 866-GET-SEXY. We will follow you back. You're listening to Living Sexy, starring Blackjack, Electric, and Chastity. Broadcasting live across the globe at 10 Eastern. Turn your sexy on. I've been a NASCAR fan for years. I have spent hundreds, maybe thousands of dollars on merchandise. I love rooting for my favorite driver, but let's face it, jerseys change every year. Sponsors change every year. This is an expensive undertaking to get your merchandise and go root for your favorite race car driver. And, you know, I know the men in my life want the official NASCAR merchandise. However, wouldn't it be great if you could get the most popular NASCAR and driver products for up to 70% off? And I was just wearing my Richard Petty stuff and, uh, you know, just kind of hiding in the the upper stands. So I think really what you should do instead is save 70% off, go to onmc.com forward slash living, and you will save big. Wouldn't it be nice to get everything for 70% off? 70% off? How do you do that? Well, you become a member. Go to www.onmc.com slash living or livingsexyradio.com for more information on how you can save big. Taking your life to a very sexy place. It's Living Sexy Live on TuneIn, Apple TV, and livingsexyradio.com. Living any other way is just plain boring.
Living Sexy Radio giving away a trip a day. Just join MixingSexy.com, the premiere. Those Amy Schumer pictures are up now, by the way. Oh, thanks, man. The uh, Use the code Living Sexy. Get yourself, uh, get yourself a chance to uh, enjoy the site for free, full access. I found out why Amy Schumer regrets writing Trainwreck. Okay. Had nothing to do with Trainwreck or the movie or the experience of making the movie. When it opened, there was a shooting in a theater playing the movie. So this happened when she was doing a press tour for the movie. And uh, she got a call. She thought it was, she was laughing because she thought, oh, when, after she got the message that there was going to be like a sex tape had surfaced or something. But then uh, she said there had been this shooting. So it made her feel bad, of course. Because people are, she said people are going out trying to have a good time and then looking forward to it and then they're getting shot. So it, it put a whole damper on her thoughts of the whole movie. And oh, I, I get you. I see. But, you know, that could happen with any movie. Sure, you could get shot. Well, you know, I got a nice big TV at home. I don't even go out to the movies much anymore. You just never, you can't, can't tell anyone to shush anymore. They beat you up, you know? <laughs> and then you try to fondle your woman and then they like call the cops. I mean, you know, I, I want to be able to put my hand over and fondle my woman, you know, if I'm watching something like a, like a Stallone movie or something turned me on and, you know, it all, Pee Wee Herman. Pee Wee Herman. Right, Trick? <laughs> I I still go to the movies, man. I, I like the romance of it all. Uh, I like sitting in the back row and just trying to get in, in, in a little bit of kinkiness back there uh, and doing it without anybody noticing. That's the fun of it. Uh, and doing it on your living room sofa just doesn't have the same sex appeal to me. Well, I know you you like to uh, just to uh, get it get it going on when you can get it going on. What kind of movie is your favorite to uh, try to make the love to in the theater? Oh, definitely the loud ones, the the action films, the stuff that's explosions going on, and everybody's just enthralled by the screen. And you know you can uh, you know spread the legs and do a little loving and make some stuff happen, and nobody even notices because they're you know there's explosions happening every ten or fifteen seconds. But that doesn't turn off your uh, your tingling, your ding, or anything like that, or God, no, uh, my love explodes. I don't know about yours, brother. Because you feel like you're in a war zone and you're making love to her right there oh, in the middle of God, Vietnam or something. You got to try it, man. Go to like a James Bond flick yeah. or something like that, and and just uh, and and make some make some fun stuff happen. I guarantee you, you will love movies again. What do you think, G Spot? I, you know, I, it doesn't matter to me any movie. I've I've done a lot of crazy thing in movie theaters. <laughs> Uh, romantic ones, well, fast you're, ones. You're going to tell us at the beginning of the next hour, maybe a, uh, a little movie theater story. Oh, I'm wow. I've, it. I, I've, I've got a couple. All right. Yeah. We'll keep thinking dirty. Uh, while but I we, do uh, love Transformers, so I, there is something about Transformers that makes me pretty horny. I have some statistics for you on long-distance love, guys, yeah. that I, I wanted to bring up tonight. Uh, and this is really interesting. This is a survey from Queens University. And it is uh, of 474 females and 243 males in long-distance relationships. They asked them a series of questions uh, about intimacy, sexual satisfaction, uh, things of that nature. Um, And then they asked the same questions of a slightly smaller group of people who lived near their partner, 314 females and 111 men. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of the basis for the study. According to the research, here is what they found. It's not necessarily how far apart you are or how little you see your partners. 
It's more about the discrepancy between your expectations for relationships and the reality of your current situation. So if your expectations for your long-distance relationship are, you know what, we're going to see each other in person once a month, we're going to spend, you know, two nights to, two nights and, and three days together, and it's going to be the greatest time ever. And that's exactly what you do. You're going to be just as satisfied as if you were in a relationship with somebody that lived three blocks from you, and you saw each other three or four times a month or five times a month, but you didn't make an effort in the times you spent together to really connect. So it's not so much the distance, but it's the quality of the time you spend together that makes people happy in a relationship. So I thought that was a really interesting study. Well, I also think you have to be a very um, busy person too. Like, you know, I've seen people in relationships that are so needy that they have to be around each other 24 seven. I think these kind of relationships too, is that, you know, you got to keep yourself busy, you know, cause that person's not going to be there. Right. They're not going to be around. So you've got to find things that keep you busy, but keep the spark. And it seems like one of the things that have come to the rescue is technology. Sure which is a great way to communicate, be in touch. You could even do like a sex calendar. That would be fun. Yeah, like what day you're going to use a vibrator, what day you're going to use the remote control, what day you're going to do phone sex, all I mean, that. You, you get video chatting. I mean, there's yeah. so many things you can do today. Really, there's no excuse. Well, I have something that's going to lead us into the next hour because we've got some things to talk about uh, regarding relationships and marriages that are long distance. Then they continue to be in Hollywood and between people you wouldn't expect don't even live together most of the time. Do you realize that there are 3.75 million current marriages that are in long distance relationships? I where, believe that. Where they, they only see each other, well, like a couple times a year or something, maybe. Right. These are in the United States of America now. This is not worldwide, but 3.75 million. That is a lot of people that don't live in the same house or even in the same city that are married and have an ongoing relationship. That's pretty incredible. I think so, too. But, you know, I, I just real quick story. It was kind of funny. I knew a lady that her husband had a house like a block away. And she lived in a different home, but they only <laughs> live like a block away from each other. And I used to love talking to these two because the, the realization or their rationalization of why they did this, y you would just like be shocked. It, it, would, it would literally shock you. So it wasn't necessarily they were so long distance, but they were living that distance, believe it or not. Well, so, did it make the relationship better or worse, or did well, they just do they it just, for what reason? They did have an understanding, and apparently she just could not live with him because of his, um, you know, the way that he lived. So, like, just everything got on her nerves. But he was you know, a pig. Yeah, yeah, she just couldn't stand that. And so he there left was his dirty underwear in the kitchen. Exactly. Like so she said, "You know what? You go do that stuff in your house, in my house. When I just need you to come sexually satisfy me, then we'll be just fine. And then you leave." And 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 I think they were married, I believe, over twenty something years. Just crazy things like that. So it doesn't surprise me that people get into these relationships. This is Living Sexy Radio at LivingSexyRadio.com. Gabnet.net also now uh, at 1 a.m. Tuesday through Friday. Thank you so much, Alex Bennett. Thank you, Val, at WWPR Tampa Bay. This is Blackjack along with G-Spot and Electric. More to come.
You've been listening to Living Sexy. Find tonight's show and any of our past shows on iTunes and livingsexyradio.com. This is the Living Sexy Radio Network. Dish TV is better than cable TV. Here's why. Dish has the nation's lowest TV price, along with an award-winning DVR that can skip commercials, record eight shows at once, and get access to thousands of movies at your fingertips. Cable simply can't even compare. So the smart choice is to cut the cable and get Dish. Plus, you get all these great TV features, free HD DVR upgrade, free installation, and free movie channels. Say goodbye to cable and get more with Dish TV. Call 800-586-5036. 800-586-5036. As an added bonus, you can switch to Dish now and receive a $50 Visa gift card. So call now and get Dish TV. 800-586-5036. 800-586-5036. That's 800-586-5036. Limited time offer, 24-month commitment, and credit qualification required. Installation fee, monthly equipment fees, and other restrictions apply. Promotion can change at any time. Live from the Living Sexy Studio Suites, it's Living Sexy with Blackjack Electric and Chastity on LivingSexyRadio.com. As I was squirming in my chair, I just couldn't, like, relax. His hand was touching me, fingering all around the areas that I love the most. And I'm just sitting there, and I'm trying my hardest just to just not be too loud, just to be enough to enjoy it in this loud theater with all kinds of bombs going off and planes flying around and just all these things were happening and his hand was so large and it was just caressing me so much. I could not sit still. I could not come because it felt so good. But I sat there and I went through it and eventually I did. One of the best movie experiences I ever had. What was the movie? (laughs) (laughs) She doesn't remember. I don't remember the movie. Because I want to go to that movie. (laughs) I told you the explosion movies are the best. They are. You know what? I I can honestly probably... So you're not supposed to do it at the the romantic movies. It's got to have explosions No, for me... Well, because it's loud, and so you can get away with some things. And then sometimes people sense... You know, that you're going to play a little bit. I don't know what it is. This one particular guy that I saw for a long time, we just kind of had that chemistry. Like when you walked into a bar, like people just said, when are you guys going to get a room? You know, you hear that a lot. You hear people use that. And I just know when we were in this movie theater, it was packed. So, and I'm thinking, no, don't do it here. There's too many people. And he's like, no one's going to know. No one's going to hear. He's a smart guy. He, oh, yeah. Oh, please. He was so sexual. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, and there were there were people next to us, you know, and I know they had to have known something was going on. They just stayed quiet, but didn't say anything. 
No, it, it was it was probably a Transformer movie, Star Wars. I, I th- those are my favorite movies. I mean, I love anything with sound effects mm. and crashing and you, shooting. You like and, making your own sound effects. I well, I tried not to there because I was like, someone's gonna hear me. I'm gonna hit the quiet part of the movie. You know, you got that loud. We like talking about sex on this show. We also like talking about how to make your life sexier. This is Living Sexy Radio at livingsexyradio.com. And now on gabnet.net five nights a week on Mondays, 10 to midnight, Tuesday through Friday, 1 a.m. to 3 a.m. Eastern Time. I am Blackjack. Uh, That was the lovely, sultry voice of the Levy G. Spato, who is uh, going to have a birthday here. In about, in about 45 minutes. And, of course, we got the always awesome and very spiritual today, Electric. It sounds like that uh, that river's having an effect on you, brother. Yeah, well, I mean, it just uh, makes you realize that all of this stuff couldn't have been just created by happenstance. You know, there had to be some greater power in all of this because it's, it's just too incredible uh, what we've got around us. and. Uh, sometimes you just get a little bit retrospective, especially when you're watching the sun come up like that over such an amazing sight, you know? Yeah, you sound like you're really enjoying it. And, of course, I was out on the ocean last week on a beautiful cruise uh, with Couples Cruise. Uh, and uh, y- y- the moon was out and it was reflecting on the water at night. And the sun was out during the day in the ocean and the way it reflects off the waves and the power of nature. And three-quarters of the world, of course, is ocean and water bodies. So... Uh, yeah, it it's really it's really cool to uh to be able to see that and uh and kind of like feel like there's something greater than just us. Right. There is. Yeah. Yeah. This is Living Sexy Radio of course at 1490 WWPR Sarasota Bradenton. Worldwide at livingsexyradio.com, also gabnet.net and you can hear us on mixingsexy.com. What is Mixing Sexy G-Spot? Well, it's it's one of the best sites that I've ever been on, and I've been on quite a few of social sites and dating websites. What I love about this site is you literally can be who you want to be. So, for an example, if you know if you get offended by a little bit of you know dick pics here and there, or boobies or whatever, you know you actually can tone it down. You can put it to however it is you want to enjoy your pleasures of being on this site. What I love is all the people from around the world. That has been the most fun part of me being involved with it, is hearing people from Italy and Germany and Spain and, you know, just really connecting to these people that love to have sex. They love to express themselves. They love to share pictures, you know, and and some of these girls, especially the girls are hot. I mean, crazy hot. So mixing sexy to me is just a way to be who you want to be. And whatever level that is, if you're single, if you get into the alternative lifestyle, if you, I don't know, just want to just have fun, whatever it is you want to do, that is a great site to go and express yourself. Get it on. Get it on. Hi, G-Spot. Hi. Are we going to Berlin? Is that where we're going? Get it on. (laughs) I just want to sing that. Let's get it on. Let's get it. Let's get it on. In Berlin. Yes, in Berlin. Well, you know, I, I've I've learned so much. You know, I used to fly around the world, as we may know here that know me, uh, you know, as a flight attendant with Pan Am. And, you know, one of the countries I love going to is Germany. It was not my top. I will, I'll be very honest with you. It wasn't my top top. 
because uh, their food for me was not the best. Sorry, Germany. Um, might be better now, but uh, you know they they they're very adventurous people. That's what I really liked about going to Frankfurt and different areas of Germany. And um, the one place that I was so interested in is Berlin because when I was doing my research today, I never realized how sexual Berlin is. Now, something I'm going to share with you, because I don't know if, if, if people know this or not, but Berlin became almost like a red light district all over Berlin in 2002, where everything pretty much is legal across the board. Did you know this trick? Yes, I did. See, I didn't know that. I didn't know in 2002 there was, I don't know if they call it laws or whatever it is, but you literally, they have over 3,000 red light districts all over the country of Germany. Berlin happens to be one of the largest areas of concentration of all kinds of prostitution, brothels, sex clubs, you name it. It's very open there. So I learned something interesting today about Berlin. Um, You know, the government does regulate it a little bit, which, you know, I don't know if that's good or bad because I really don't know much about their government, but it seems like you can really go and have a good time. Yeah, I mean, uh, if you if you realize the history of, of Germany before they was talking about the Nazi period, but before that, in the 1920s, Berlin was one of the wildest cities in the world. And uh, so it sounds like it's going back to being a little bit more relaxed. It's probably been that way since the Republic came in and, and after after the end of World War II. And I think I think we're seeing what well, we see that in a lot of places in Europe. People just have a more relaxed and mature yeah. uh, view. And maybe, about and maybe I don't things. know if that's a younger generation. I don't know if that's just something coming, you know, from uh, people behind. The, I don't know. But I will tell you this when I, you know, usually when I'm in these different cities, I can, you know, I can find the top four or five places that you'll want to go. Well, let me just tell you in Berlin, there's like the top 300 plus places to go. It was very difficult for me to really hone in on a place that I would recommend to people because it's that great. And well, what did you find? Well, I did find a place called Insomnia. 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 Insom- what is I like it? insomnia. Insomnia? When you can't sleep. Yeah, when you can't sleep. Yeah. But what's great about this place, um, they have everything. So if, if you're into... Uh, you know, uh, swinging, for an example, or if you're in a vicarious, bisexual, uh, it, it does not matter. They have opened up this idea to everyone. Um, so in this particular website, you got to go visit. It's just uh, berlin.de because, you know, they have some weird websites, how they do their websites in, in Europe. But... It, it, it's, it's amazing. And they have like these great uh, events that are just specifically for certain things. So if you're into hedonism, then they have it just for that. If you are into, you know, the hard and hard and, you know, slapping and going, they have that. Another thing that they offer, which I thought was great, is 
hotels that are very close by. So for an example, if you travel into Berlin and you are looking for this kind of lifestyle and you just want to have a great time, they literally right next door to this particular club, you have four hotels that accommodate this type of activity. So you don't have to go stay down the road somewhere where you're going, oh, you know, do I do this or do I do that? You literally can stay right there within a block of where this place is mm-hmm. and make your whole event around this because it's it's really, they got that much going on there. Love the website. Love how they're talking about the communities, who they accept. Their pictures are outstanding. They have some amazing pictures on here. And every day they have an event that you will enjoy. So I highly recommend that this particular, it got five stars across the board. Every rating I saw, every comment I saw, people love it. Love, love it. So what is it again? You know, not being able to sleep. Insomnia. Oh, insomnia. I was saying insomnia. He doesn't like it. Insomnia. Okay. I've never heard her pronounce it. Somnia. I don't know why. I, I I've always thought it was how it was said. I just I just need blackjack in my life to uh, reeducate me on the way I pronounce. I things. can reeducate you. You know what, G Spot? You pronounce it any way you damn well please, because you discovered it. You told us all about <laughs> yeah. it, and now we're going to go there and call not it sleep insomnia. All night. It's fine. You're great. And the last <laughs> it's one, it's probably pronounced that in German. They probably exactly, say and they're probably insomnia. going exactly. And G Spot's saying it correctly, and they're going to start saying on blackjack. Stop saying that to G Spot. <laughs> you be nice to her. I'm always nice to you. Yeah, I know you are. And the other last one I'll talk about, because I just love their website, too. It was just very um, goddess-looking. It's called Avarius. A-V-A-R-U-S. Avarius. Avarius? What do you think? Sure. Avarius? Sure. Avarius. Yeah. Okay. And it is it is a stri- strictly a swingers club. However, they do get into amazing, they call them die parties, though. I don't know if I'd want to go to a place. What are they going to die? A cup <laughs> green or something or well, what? Because when you do translation, you know, on their websites, and it asks you if you want to translate what they're saying. And uh, this particular one that I pulled up, it's like uh, die orgy. So I'm thinking, hmm, do I want? Oh, die, D-I-E means the. Yeah. So the orgy. Well, no, it translated. Well, but it translated from German to English, and it's D-I-E. Yeah, that means the. Okay, I'm totally confused. Even though it translated that, it still means the. Really? Yeah. Well, to me, it looks like if I go to this orgy, I may die. No, it just means the, or like the orgy. <laughs> like an orgy. Is orgy the same word in German as it is in English? I think orgy is kind of a universal term for a whole bunch of people getting together yeah, they, and having they spell sex. Or, but they do spell it O-R-G-I-E versus how we spell right. it, O-R-G-Y. But it is. it says die party. They call it the die party. <laughs> so <laughs> I said, well, I don't know if I want to go there. But no, it, it looks amazing. They have, uh, the women are gorgeous. Uh, they definitely, it, it's it's a swingers club. Uh, it's it's not for, you know, uh, you know the, some of the other things we talk about. But it's definitely for swingers. Gr- gorgeous club. I think the pictures just sh- show a thousand uh, pictures of how gorgeous it is inside. So that's another one I liked, Averis. At Berlin. And uh, that's uh, about out of uh, 450 plus places that you can go visit in Berlin. 
Wow, incredible. <laughs> it's crazy. Sounds like a great place spot. to go to. You can have some fun there uh, just about on every street corner, I guess. I think so. I mean, that's what it sounds like to me. Just knock, knock on any door, and you just might jump into something great. Well, uh, you know, Keith Kong and me, speaking of a place where there aren't a lot of places like that, it would be, uh, although there is some places, uh, we went to St. Martin, and uh, Keith Kong, what uh, what happened to us in uh, St. Martin? We we uh, we met a few people. We heard some stories about that uh, El Capitan. Oh yeah, El Capitan was the place to be in St. Martin. We heard it from the taxi driver. We heard it from the the clerk in the in the liquor store. Apparently, there's this place El Capitan, and everyone on the island, whether it was the French or Dutch side, they had to be there. I was we were referred in particular to one girl, the uh, Trinidadian girl. He said she was really good. Yeah. What no, I, th- I think we talked about El Capitan. I think did we, we did. I'm almost positive. Yeah, it's the new operating up. system well, we, for Apple computers. Right, and yeah. we right, and we drove past it. We didn't go in. Oh, that's hysterical. It's the same El Capitan that you had mentioned right. on, uh, on uh, right. Sex and My City. Right, yes. Yeah. And I think it's the only place on St. Martin. <laughs> and, you know, right across the street and up the road is the church. It's like you can see the church from El Capitan. So I guess when you sin, you can go get some saving. Or when you're having the best orgasm, you can just say, oh, thank you, Lord. Right, and then, the, then they'll come and they'll, they'll come with the collecting plate and you'll have to donate you know, from the church across the street. I don't have to go give a confession? Oh, yeah, you have to do that, too. Darn. Fun. All right, well, we're going to put some information on uh, Berlin on our website at livingsexyradio.com. Thank you very much, G-Spot, for Sex in My City. Gotta love it. Taking your life to a very sexy place. It's Living Sexy, broadcasting live with your hosts, Jack, Trick, and Chase. Turn your sexy on. So how big is big enough? Look at you pretending to be shy. I don't think it can be too big. Well, I want it big enough to be satisfied. Well, what about quality over quantity? Oh, I want both. Listen, girls, just face it. Size does matter. Oh, yeah. When you want it big, you want Premier Couples Superstore, the biggest selection of DVDs, novelty items, lingerie, and online shopping. Premier delivers. Size does matter. Premier Couples Superstore, South OBT, or online at premiercouples.net. Premier Couples Taking your life to a very sexy place. It's Living Sexy, broadcasting live with your hosts, Jack, Trick, and Chase. We like it when you watch. Living Sexy Radio, 1490 WWPR, livingsexyradio.com, gabnet.net. Have the man sitting next to me uh, named Keith Kong. Hello, Kong. Hello, Black Deck. So we're talking about long-distance relationships. And uh, here's an interesting kind of take on this uh, trick. Uh, What about movies? Long-distance relationship movies. This is kind of cool. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of them out there. I think that movies do a really great job of kind of encapsulating all of the things 
that are wrong or that can go wrong with long-distance relationships, and then either they come to a resolution or they come to a painful and tragic end. It all depends on which movie you're going to talk about, but <laughs> they do a good job of it, I think, because they can contrast really well. They can jump from you know scene to scene and location to location pretty fast, and they give you a good idea what everybody's feeling on both sides. Yeah, let's. Uh, here's something. Uh, one of them is called "Going the Distance." Uh, that that's one movie. It's that was a, a good one. Remember that one? Yeah, I do. What what was that one about? G Spot. Uh, well, "Going the Distance" was. Um, Oh, gosh, is it uh, Kate Hudson? Is that who was? Or um, no, no, Drew Barrymore. Yeah. Gosh, I knew it would hit me. Um, yeah, it was. It's kind of a romantic comedy, you know, just make you laugh about a long distance girlfriend. Um, and it, it was cute. It was a cute movie. I, I thought it was one of the cuter ones. But my favorite going through this list, and I went through all of them. So not to jump real fast, but I'd love to, is the Lake House. And the reason I love the lake house, and this had Sandra Bullock in it, and Kanu Reeves, and what was great about this movie is because it was time travel. So not only did you get the long distance, but you got the time travel. If you have not seen Lake House, it is amazing how they dealt with the fact that they were dealing with distance and time. Another one, of course, that everyone remembers is The Notebook. Oh yeah, that one's uh, that one's the preeminent one. Uh, tell us about that one. That one too. My well, goodness, you know that was a real girl movie, right? Like it, real, like touchy feely. Well, the Notebook. I mean, it goes back about the you know relationship that they had years ago, and then you know just because of circumstances, things happened, and because a lot of guys sometimes don't like these. Sa- I call them sappy movies. Um, you know, a lot of guys don't like them. Yeah, you know, it's not one of the popular things for guys. Well, to more, do. I like I like a more practical movie. Uh, there's a two of them that I really like that when thinking about relationships where there's distance and there's two kinds of distance, right? There's miles and then there's the unknown because when you meet somebody online, right? And you're not really sure, you know, where they are, who they are. Uh, and you're not really sure when you're going to meet, you have distance between you, even though you may be in the same city. And one of those movies, uh, is you've got mail, because here were uh, Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks in the same city running competitive bookstores, and they didn't know each other, and they had this relationship just over email for months and months and months and months and months until they finally met at the end of the movie. And it was interesting watching them get to know each other in two different ways, in person, right, because they knew each other through business, but they didn't know that that was the same person they were talking to through email. So they were having a long-distance relationship at the same time they were having a real one. And the real relationship in person was terrible, and they hated each other, basically. And the one online was a loving relationship where they really got to respect one another. I love that movie, and it says a lot about the, 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 the positives of a long-distance relationship. The other one, of course, Sleepless in Seattle, same two actors. Uh, that one, you know, is New York and Seattle, and, and we know how that whole, whole thing goes. You know, it's funny when they, you got mail. Do you guys remember because it was like at that moment that you could actually get a, – a, they, they would alert you that you're getting a mail from somebody? Because it was so and rare. Way, and it was <laughs> right. You only got one every, you know, couple of and hours. It would, it, would, it, would, it would go, boing, you've got mail. It was just weird to think about that's how we did it back 
then. <laughs> yeah, this movie was out in about 1998. That's true. Don't you remember? So. Yeah, well, it made mail goes, friendly. It made email friendly and non-threatening. Mail. Yeah, Boom. like like we should have a guy do that voice. Like you've got sex, you know, yeah. <laughs> right? Well, we actually have that voice in our hit us up uh, intro from the movie. Oh wow! It is. Yeah. It is. And uh, you know, I I just think that every time I want to have sex, right? Could just, I could just say, push a little button. You push like a button, and, and I could be carrying it around. Not like that's kind of creepy or anything, right? And, and then you hit the button, it, it'll say, You've got sex. And then I bite you, look, the girl looks up, and I'm naked, right? It's like it takes all like of the worry and all that nonsense out of it. You know, I'm all dating. You know, it's just push the button, you've got sex. Is there, is there something more Getting romantic? <laughs> oh, Jack. Uh, is there something more romantic about a long distance love than there is about one that, you know, you just have acro- across the street or at the bar or around the, the city? I, I think what happens is that when you have a long distance relationship, it's, it's just the unknown of seeing that person again, getting that angst up like, oh, I just can't wait to see him. Versus if you're just right around the corner, it's like, oh, yeah, hey, babe, come on over. Let's have a little. Uh... Yes, Jack. Sex. This is Blackjack. 866-GET-SEXY. Call us. The lines are open, baby. 866-GET-SEXY. Taking your life to a very sexy place. It's Living Sexy, broadcasting live with your hosts, Jack, Trick, and Chase. Turn your sexy on. Doc, you gotta give it to me straight. All right. Because I'm dying here. I mean, take a look at this letter from the IRS. Oh, my. This is killing me, Doc. I tell you, it's killing me. Cheer up, my friend. The tax doctor is here. My diagnosis tells me that you're going to be just fine. (laughs) Really? The tax doctor will not rest until we find you the best possible tax settlement. Really, Doc? Guaranteed. If the IRS claims you owe them $10,000 or more in business or personal back taxes, call a tax doctor right now. We could save you up to 75% if you qualify. Guaranteed or you pay nothing. Call right now for free details. 800-215-2418 Taking your life to a very sexy place. It's Living Sexy, broadcasting live with your hosts, Jack, Trick, and Chase. Turn your sexy on. Talk to me. Trick, you're not going to believe this conversation. The first time I heard this thing, I said, I can't wait to get it on. We may even change the Living Sexy Radio Network to the Yanni Sexy Radio Network. Living Sexy Live presents Conversation. With mentalist and attraction specialist, Keith Kong. Getting answers to the sexy questions only he dares to ask. Yo, 
Johnny is definitely living sexy. This guy, we've talked about him on the last show. We talked about him practically all week that we were on the cruise, Jack. Yanni is the the owner of a company called Magnum BBCs. He's also a member of the Plus One Club, uh, formerly known as the Chocolate Room. And this guy has more sex than anyone I've ever met. Are you living sexy? Yes. And how? How does one live sexy? Well, I try to maximize my appearance, and I try to maximize my performance. But a lot of sexy, what I call sexitude, comes from the mental stimulation. And that's something that's a little bit of an art, where you have a lady in which you can talk to, and you arouse her. When you can talk to her, will you get it wet? When you get, she gets moist at the time. What's your favorite sex position? Missionary. I love to face the lady. I, I, I'm more of a romantic. I like to kiss. I like to feel my chest on hers. I can feel my whole body on hers. I can actually even feel my legs. I can even intertwine our feet, you know, on her or whatever I'm doing with it down there and just rolling and rolling and rolling. I can feel arms and legs, the whole body. I can feel I can feel the uh, I can feel the heartbeat. I can even even feel the intestinal area, you know, where your your, your body functions are going on. I can feel everything. What do you think of oral sex? It's a good way to start. Um, and when uh, a woman or woman may be uh, her time in a month that's about best, best sex you can give it at that point in that time. So do you prefer to give or receive? Depends on how well I, uh, she does. Um, I do both. Hi, I'm Yanni, and I'm living sexy. <laughs> the sexitude. The sexitude. <laughs> and I like what he said. I can feel the processes going on in her abdomen, the abdominal areas. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? What is she digested it, dinner or something? It, I mean, what it, the? What the? It, it, see, it seems that he 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 has a, a certain level of uh, requirements that he has for the ladies, uh, which I I guess I kind of respect that. I don't know if I don't even know if conversation is ready for Yachty. I, I mean, no, <laughs> you know, and this is just the tip of the iceberg. There, he goes into so many more details. Wait till I ask him the uh, the craziest sex story he's had because it'll blow your mind. I mean, the whole the whole conversation. Now, usually these don't exceed what four or five minutes. This thing was like like ten or eleven minutes long, man. You you wanted to talk to Yanni all night. I know you did, Keith. Yeah, I didn't want to stop, and I had to get to the uh, broadcast because we were going live from the ship. Where was he from? What area? Do you know? I, he said he's, he lives in Dallas. I don't know where he's from originally. But no, no, but that, well, where he lives, Dallas. Yeah, he's in Dallas. That's the that's the locus of the uh, of the, uh, the Magnum BBC's organization. Oh wow! Yeah. This is a man who's very passionate about his. We uh, got to have him on the air again. Performance. Oh, got to yeah. have him on the air again. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I like Yanni. I, I I need we need to have him call the show and, uh, and I, maybe we could even trick. What do you think? Maybe we could create a a, a whole segment for Yanni or something. <laughs> That'd be well, scary. the funny thing is he's named after a vagina. <laughs> what does that mean? What do you mean? Because they call the vagina the Yanni. Wow. Sure. So is that his real name? I thought Yanni was the guy that played the new wage the new wage music and stuff. He, that was Yanni. I thought. 
<laughs> yeah, well, he's also Yanni, but the bottom line is that uh, that's what they call the darn. So this thing. whole time he didn't know he was a vagina playing a piano. I never heard of. I never heard. Of, <laughs> I've heard a vagina called a lot of things, but I've never heard it called Yanni. Yeah, the Yanni. Yep. Mm-hmm. You sure you're not talking about the Punani? I mean, it nope. sounds like Yanni. No, you're sir. About the the vaginani. You talking about that one? Nope. Talking about Bertha? I remember one called her as Bertha. <laughs> Stop it. Who calls it vagina Bertha? Oh, Lord. Oh, boy. So, <laughs> so we're talking about long-distance relationships. And, of course, uh, I could tell you that uh, I had a long-distance relationship with my now ex-wife. Of, or I, I'm remarried, but this was many years ago. I was married once before for a short time. And when we, and when I was going to school, she had decided to go up to Buffalo to a, a school up there in Buffalo, New York, and and I was going to a school in Fredonia, which is about I don't know an hour from Buffalo, something like that. So we had a kind of a wasn't super long, but it was a long distance relationship. I should have run away. I didn't. Um, stuck around. I don't know why. I don't know. I want to call it youthful exuberance. That's what I'm going to call it. But you know. I guess that one did work out because we ended up getting married, but then it didn't work out because we ended up getting divorced. I don't know. Do you count that one as working out or not working out? I guess not working out. Or although it worked out when we were boyfriend and girlfriend. but It worked out for a while, and it didn't work out in the long run. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, you're that age, and, you know, you're. I may, maybe I was a little, uh, little insecure at the time living in a little town like that. And, not not much to do, you know. You got to get out on a Saturday night, so you try to get out with somebody. You don't want to just sit in your dorm room, you know. But ah, uh, memories. This is Living Sexy Radio. Follow us at Living Sexy Radio. Also, MixingSexy.com. You got another fifteen minutes to cash in. How are they going to do it, Trick? Easy. Just sign up at MixingSexy.com. You can use the special invite code LIVINGSEXY, and we'll give you three months of full membership at no charge. And you'll also qualify for a two-day, three-night vacation. We give away one every single day on MixingSexy.com. It's uh, so fun, so easy, and it's so quick to sign up. About 30 seconds is all it takes you. And can you imagine you could be going on a vacation and we'll let you know if you win tomorrow. You know, I like this. Uh, also like this uh, new uh, Sexy Artist of the Week for this week. First time we featured them. Uh, it's Cage the Elephant, and this one is Ain't No Rest for the Wicked. The corner of my eye, I saw a pretty little thing approaching me. She said, I never seen a man who looks so all alone. Could you use a little company? But if you pay the right price, your evening will be nice and you can go and send me on my way. I said, You're such a sweet young thing, why you do this to yourself? She looked at me and this is what she said all oh, day. I could 
Yeah, they're good. They got a, they got a certain amount of funk. They they got a little funkification there with that one. That was uh, that was the one that kind of broke them as a, a more of a, a bigger artist. And I think they're still on the way up. You know, they're they're going to become more and more well known. You and I picked Maroon Five before they ever made it really big. Yes, we did. Uh, there have been a number of bands that we and and artists that we have featured on Living Sexy Radio that nobody really knew about, and all of a sudden, wow. Uh, here they are. They're huge. And uh, this is uh, just one of those maybe that's off of your radar. You should put it on your radar because they've got really a deep uh, sound, great music, a lot of cool lyrics. And I think you'll be hearing them more on, on uh, regular, I should, uh, we should just say regular radio, Jack, uh, in the near future. Yeah, especially on stations like uh, WWPR, the kick-ass station of uh, the Tampa Bay area. Sex in public. We haven't done one of these in a while. Oh, my God. Well, we had to do this one. I mean, this is awesome. But before we do Sex in Public, I just want to give you a little more backstory on Yanni. All right? Yanni is the Hindu divine mother. All right? And so it, this is in Shaivism. And you're familiar with the god Shiva, right? Yeah, I heard about Shiva. All right, Shiva. I remember Yanni that for, I remember symbolizes that his, yeah. uh, his woman, right? Okay. And the male counterpart of the yoni is called the lingam. So the lingam would be the penis and the yoni would be the vagina. And it all comes from, uh, you know, uh, Hindu. And it's all part of uh, uh, the, uh, the whole Shaivism deal. So I wanted to just let you know that I'm not insane. And, and that's the basis of you're, the yoni. You're not insane. If I had another child, I would name it yoni lingam. All right. So I love that. You have dingle. Uh, Blackjack has Schmeckle. I'm taking what is it? Lingam. 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 You could do Yanni Lingam as a child's name. Lingam. So you go. So Kong, you're gonna call your member your Lingam now. My Lingam. Yep. Yes, I like getting the Lingam massage. Hey baby, would you? It's a uh, very nice thing. Would you like to uh, touch my Lingam? <laughs> <laughs> no, I would so, not. All right, guys. So let's get back to this uh, this story on this this guy. I, you know. If a guy, here's the problem with guys. Guys just occasionally will get really, really horny for no apparent reason. And it a lot of time happens when you have a few drinks, right? You get just really, really horny and you want to sure. go get some. Yep. So here he is at the Heather Glenn Apartments in Fort Walton Beach, Florida. Always Florida. Yeah. And apparently. Florida or uh, Texas, either one Florida or Texas, one or the other. Well, yeah, it's it's Fort Walton Beach, Florida, I believe. Yes. Yeah, but all the crazy stories are like Florida or Texas, you know. Right. But anyway, apparently he uh started having sex in a public pool. Uh wouldn't stop even though he was asked by a 15-year-old girl who was close by. Uh her boyfriend the 15-year-old girl's boyfriend jumped in front of her so she didn't see the horrific act that was going on in this public pool. Uh, and then the boyfriend ended, ended up punching the guy in the face twice while he was still having sex in the pool. Did he keep having sex after he got punched? <laughs> no, he quit after that, and then the police arrived, hauled him out of the pool, uh, and uh, that was the end of that. Austin David Mislack, 
is the guy's name. Nice. And, uh, apparently, uh, he's uh, very excited when he gets a little bit drunk. That was some. Uh, that's some damn good Yanni he was hitting there. What about the girl? You know? No I mean, mention of the girl, who she is, if she was charged, uh, or what uh, involvement she had it, in this at all. At that point, the, she probably ran the hell away after he got punched out. Uh, well, nobody, I mean, having article, sex like that. I found the articles in the Northwest Florida Daily News. It's just a, it looks as though it's almost from a police blotter, and it doesn't have a lot of details. But I'll tell you, I'd like to talk to that boyfriend that punched this guy in the face twice while he was having sex in the pool. Well, what I want to know is if someone tells you to stop banging in a public pool and during the daytime and all that, I mean, that's a pretty good indication and maybe that's not the best place to be doing that and then you should stop to avoid further problems. But like I said, the Yanni must have been awesome. That so or kinda, uh, either I that can, or the Molly. The mo <laughs> the Yanni and the Molly? Yeah, why not? They all do Molly. There were all these crazy young kids doing Molly. And they Yanni. don't need to be doing that. Well, I'm just. You remember what? What? Well, what? what talking what, facts. Tell you what. Uh, then that Yanni even what it triples in its efficacy, doesn't yeah, exactly. it? With the, uh, with the Molly. That's what they say. I don't what, know. what do you think? Doesn't Molly uh, hinder your lingam's abil ability to work? <laughs> That's not what I've heard. <laughs> I heard you have to <laughs> cut it. With, uh, it's uh, all, it all depends uh, uh, on uh, how it's mixed and what's in it. I think. Oh, the pro how it affects the uh, the body. Yes. Hey, this hey. guy. This guy makes uh, electromail. He knows what he's talking about. Do you got yeah, any horny? You can counteract the. You, you can counteract the effects. You got any horny goat weed in that electromail trick? <laughs> I, I do, as a matter of fact. There is some horny goat. Is weed. it really? You're oh, kidding yeah. me. I was taking this a shot in the dark on that thing. So you've known about horny goat weed for then a long time. Sure, yeah. I, I've been uh, using that in the electromail for a number of years. Let's talk a little bit about, uh, again, about that black and white weekend coming up. G-Spot, you, of course, you've worked with Hysom for quite a while. Seventh year going into it. Uh, Friday, most people have taken their whole day off from work. I'm not sure how they get that excuse from work, but they get it. We all hang at the pool. Most of the day, get some tan, get ready for the night, hang out all night, all night, all night, where it goes into the morning down the hallways of uh, the Rosen Plaza, a great hotel on it. Sounds very Drive. sexy. Sounds oh, very yeah, sexy. of course. We get all these, uh, you know, in-room parties and we just keep going all night long, get up the next day, kind of get up, maybe take a 30-minute nap. That's what I do. And then I head to the pool the next day. And then that's where Living Sexy Radio will be broadcasting. Correct, boys. You got it. You got it. I'm gonna bring my lingam. Yeah, and uh, no, that's my word. I'll then. bring my yanni. Can I? Can I bring my dingam? Bring your schmeckle. I'll bring my dingam. He'll you, bring his lingam. And you bring go. your yanni. And bring, Trick, what are you bringing? <laughs> um, I'll bring some drinks and some food. <laughs> awesome. We gotta have that. And uh, yeah, so it's a whole weekend, and it's a lot of fun. And I, I, you know, I know there are some rooms still available for sure. And uh, there might be some tickets still left at the Black and White Weekend. You can find them on Facebook. And we know how to party, don't we, Trick? Tell me, uh, tell me uh, the, about the uh, the Caliente experience. I, in fact, I was just thinking about boobs. I had to study there for a second. <laughs> uh, yeah, the Caliente was an awesome weekend out there. We enjoyed ourselves. Uh, we were welcomed with open arms. Uh, we had uh, all kinds of fun by the pool, did some broadcasting. We gave away a whole bunch of beach balls and uh, 
We gave away some Mixing Sexy merchandise. It was a blast, and we are going to be back there every single month all summer long, so we'd love to have you join us uh, in the future at Caliente, of course, the sponsor of Living Sexy Radio. And if you find them on Facebook, they have an amazing uh, every day, like different events that they're having. I, I, I have fancied myself to go watch a lot of their posts, so follow them at Facebook as well. They actually have naked karaoke. I didn't have a chance to partake this time, but I heard it. <laughs> from from the villa room and uh some of the singers were pretty good trick and and the I, I well i hear they let it all hang out i could <laughs> i couldn't see him but one lady was like belting out lady marmalade like she was uh pink maybe it was pink i don't know <laughs> you never know over there a little kim or something well the guys always sing that song how low can you go <laughs> you would win that for sure trick well the older you get the lower they get yeah, that's what happens. Yeah, you, loss of support, you know. Kong has no idea what you boys are talking no, about. No, no, I have oh. an idea because on Orion Beach, I was stunned to see how uh, how low it actually gets. Oh. How low does it get, uh, Kong? To the knees? Knee length, yeah. Oh, wow. Ooh. <laughs> I'm gonna, you know what I'm going to have? I'm going to get one of them tucks. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they keep, they keep getting bigger and bigger, though, as you get older, and they get heavier and heavier, and then, you Aww, know. Aw, you poor boys. I am yeah. not going to have my damn... Uh, testicles dragging on the floor and stuff. The knees? No. I refuse. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. And then, of course, Mixing Sexy, which Kong is the master, not only the master of uh, mentalization, but also MixingSexy.com. Tell us. Come on. Tell us. Yeah, it's great. You know, we have so many new people that are coming on there. Just yesterday alone, there's been close to 100 new members. That's great. Yeah, it's awesome, and I've been communicating with a bunch of people on Mixing Sexy, uh, sending them uh, some. You can send pictures inside your email messages. You can send all kinds of cool stuff. You can post on walls. It it acts and feels just like uh, the the Facebook. Only uh, there's no police. You can post anything you damn well please, and you can make it exactly what you want it to be. So make sure you join up. Uh, we'd love to have you on MixingSexy.com. Well, you know, uh, it's about twenty seconds till midnight. You know what happens at midnight? It's officially G-Spot Day. Oh, gosh. And we have a cake for you, G-Spot. Here <laughs> no live way. on the air. Oh, my gosh. Happy you birthday. Got, Happy you. birthday, G-Spot. Happy it, birthday. It's the big 5-0. God help yep. us all. I think that is so sweet. I think it's more like the I, big, let's say it's the big 3-0. Let's shop 20 no, years. No, I like it. I like it. I'm not worried about that. Well, we, we, better, we better exit. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, first we're singing happy birthday. Happy birthday to you, G-Spot. Happy birthday to you. Get it on. Happy birthday, dear G-Spot. Happy birthday to you. I love you guys. Thank you. There you go. been listening to Living Sexy. Find tonight's show and any of our past shows on iTunes and livingsexyradio.com. This is the Living Sexy Radio Network.